Thank God for the group chat is a fresh air media production brought to you by opinionated curators and our faithful patrons. This episode was recorded September 18th, 2022. The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of fresh air media or any other entities they represent. The events discussed may have changed by the time you hear this. Episode 164 of Thank God for the Group Chat will start in about 60 seconds. I need an arm pump, I come back, you won't get back, you wanna know, so you call, I can't get the deck, you want pump, I come back, you won't get back, you wanna can't say, you should walk with me back, you wanna pump, I come back, you won't get back, you wanna know, so you call, I can't get the deck, you want pump, I come back, you won't get back, you wanna can't say, you should walk with me back, you wanna, you should walk, you should walk, you should walk, you should walk back, you should walk, you should walk, you should walk, you should walk back. I need all pump, I come back, you won't be back, you wanna know, so you call, I can't get the deck, you want pump, I come back, you won't be back, you wanna can't say, you should walk with me back, you wanna pump, I come back, you won't be back, you wanna know, so you call, I can't get the deck, you want pump, I come back, you won't be back, you wanna can't say, you should walk with me back, you wanna, you should walk, you should walk, you should walk, you should walk back, you should walk, you should walk, you should walk, you should walk back. This is Bloody Samaritan. It's a cover by Loud Urban Choir. I'm optimistic, man. I'm optimistic, man. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that was Bloody Samaritan by the Loud. I forgot the name of the choir as soon as I exited. Loud I, Urban. Um, yeah, Loud Urban Choir. It's a, um appreciate that. It's um it's a cover by another artist, but the song is called Bloody Samaritan. And that's the version that I like. 
That's the version I like because I heard her version. I'm like, it's cool. But once you put some harmonies in, in some stuff, that's Listen. what I want to hear. That's what I want to hear. <laughs> yes. So, yes. Yeah. I'm a church girl, so harmonies do it for me every single Kojic, time. That's a whole different oh, type of church girl. I grew, up, I grew up harmonizing. Me and my sister and niece, who is like my sister, grew up harmonizing everything. I'm talking about commercials, yeah. conversations, like yeah. anything you think of, we made into music and harmonies. Like, that's what we do as church kids. I love harmonies. Yeah, love harmonies. I, I like you. I harmonize everything, <laughs> or oh, I feel like nah, harmony should have gone here or something like mm-hmm. that. Like you be, I mean, knowing I'm like that's that's not the mm-hmm. right note. Somebody's off. Yeah. In this song. Somebody yeah. sent me a song yesterday. I won't tell you the song. It is a gospel song, so I won't tell you the song. Uh, but I was like, this harmony is off. Somebody's off in his harmony. <laughs> And I can't listen to I can't listen to recordings like that. It's one thing if it was like like live or something. And it, I, maybe it was live, but it's one thing if you record it and put it out professionally. I'm like y'all needed to fix that. But hey, yeah. hey, um, this is thank God for the group chat. You are listening to your boy Keith Roberson, aka Keith, uh, uh, aka Robe the King, and Ali, and aka Allison, aka Allison Brown. What do you want to be called though? What's what's the deal with that? Allison, Ali B. Ali B. I was Whitney. I was thinking about calling you A B. I was running in the car real quick. That's fine. That's fine. There we go. As long as there's some variation of Allison and Brittany, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Your, you got, your middle name is Brittany. Mm-hmm. That's what the majority of folks call me. Oh yeah, yeah. You did tell me that on your mm-hmm. podcast. Oh, that's so. a country thing. It's like I don't know. People be going by their middle names. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because my middle name is William, and um, my family and people that have known me before I was twelve, twelve and under, call me Bill. So, yep. Yeah. And that's I'm fine with that. Right. That's my, my whole thing. Like if I if I if I didn't meet you, calling me Bill. Hmm. Nope. Yeah, Keith, that, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, even my wife, when I get married, when I get married, Keith, <laughs> it'll just be weird. It'll yes. just be weird any other way. Yeah. Nah. So, I, so uh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, I don't want to cut you off. I was just gonna say, like for me, Brittany just sounded so young. I'm like, I don't want to be 50 going by Brittany. It sounds 16. How old do you think Allison sounds? It it. It can like it's a crossover name, right? Like you can be a young Allison, you can be old Allison. I don't know. I just think Allison is kind of like a young name. Really? Yeah. Like I, I'm saying what you're saying, but I'm looking at it from a different perspective. I don't think it has an age on it necessarily. You don't think Allison has an age on it? No, but I think if it did, it would be on the younger side. And I'm saying that Britney, regardless of how you cut it, is oh, yeah. you, you, you 12, good. you you're 10 forever. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. <laughs> forever. Definitely. The good thing though is that, you know, as I age, when I get to that point, if God allows me, you know, to get to the senior citizen age, I will be accompanied by a whole bunch of others, right? Like, because our generation, I think, has the most Britneys. Like <laughs> Ashley, oh, no. Britney. I, I think, yeah. yeah, no, I think Ashley and Britney. Are the t- like 
no exaggeration, are the mm-hmm. top two most popular names in all of the world outside mm-hmm. of Muhammad. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. my sister thinks Ashley. Like it's gonna be a bunch of us. Yeah. So I guess it's gonna be an old name then. <laughs> well, well, yeah. I'm. That's what I'm saying. You, yeah. Yeah, we gonna make here's it. Here's the right. thing. Here's the thing about like here's the thing I used to hate about TV shows, right? When they would do flashbacks or do like flash forwards for like when people get older and stuff, they yeah. will always throw them in these old older people clothes, like as if they're gonna start wearing the clothes that their grandparents wore. Like, no, you're going at a certain age, at a certain point, you are going to you you're going to look at your wardrobe and say, "This is it." Yeah. And, and I'm about to improve upon. Yeah. <laughs> this is it, child. <laughs> no, no. Not what? How old are you? What? 29? 31. A, a, a lady never tells. Right? But like you early 30s, this is not the this is not it. You are going to continue to be fashionable. Are, no. Probably well into your um 50s. You know I mean, at least. No, but I hate that. Like, I'm like, why do y'all always do that? Why do y'all act like, and my yeah. mom, she brought this up to me. She was like, I think that way, she she hated it too. I think that was a conversation we were having. She was like, I think that way about Jesus. Like, everybody puts Jesus in these clothes and <laughs> or like in these, like, you know, like this, this cloth and all of that type of stuff. Like, he would still be wearing that today. He was like, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be on that. Like, why y'all trying to like yeah. shade me? <laughs> like, yeah, that's not yeah. like I, I can't upgrade. Right. Mama, like, but like, this is back. Let's and not look wrong, Jesus. Like, he got yeah. some swag. <laughs> he would be quite probably got braids right now. <laughs> yeah, Jesus or dreads, very nice, clean, neatly parted dreads. Would I do? I think Jesus would be trendy. Not trendy, but fashion forward. I think Jesus would be like on some. I'm not on that. You like, think he I'm would be pushing the envelope of clothing? Yeah, a fashion. Yeah, yeah I think he would for <laughs> sure push the envelope and be a, more so like a like a trendsetter, right? Like no one likes it at first, but then two years later, everyone's doing it. That would be Jesus, because he ain't no father. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think he Christians, said. if we saw him today, we would be trying to dress like Jesus. Yes. And that's probably why, like, yo, do your thing, man. Be free. Be, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He was fly. No, he was not. Why do y'all <laughs> think that? Yes, he was. He was no, fly. He was not. Yes, he was. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to tell y'all out there, Jesus was not fly. Um, Jesus was not handsome. Whoa, <laughs> I'm offended. <laughs> Sir. Why are you offended? Because you offended by like, the Bible. He was fine. He had to be. He no, had to be. They was washing his feet with the oh, hair. He, he had to and be. He wasn't. Why are no, you, he was why, just the savior of the world. Why do you need him to be ugly to be your savior? Can we unpack that? I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't, but he was. I'm not saying he was ugly. I'm just <laughs> He has to I'm be fine. This up right now. No, he did not. No, Jesus ugly. <laughs> huh? 
No, there's, I mean, there's a scripture in the Bible that talks about um, um, Jesus's appearance and how he looked and how, and like mm. his whole demeanor and all of that type of stuff. This uh-huh. is before Revelation. This is before like the feet of bronze and all of that. Oh, um, yeah, that's, yeah. It was saying like, okay, um, Isaiah 53 verse two, for he grew up before him. This is the ESV. I'll read the in a I'll okay. read the King James. For I gotta close my eyes to visualize it. Mm-hmm. For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of a dry ground. He hath no form nor comeliness. And when we shall see he him, he was lanky. Hmm? He was lanky, no form, just lanky. He hath no form nor comeliness. And when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. Very whole hum looking like, all right. No, very unassuming. You wouldn't unassuming. look at Jesus and say, yo, what a beautiful man. He must be the savior of the world. Like you said, oh, there's no, there was no name, beauty that huh? we would desire. Him. Huh? But what a beautiful name it is. Absolutely. Yes. The Give name of Jesus, Christ our King. Absolutely. I love that. Song. I mean, I don't I don't want to believe that he wasn't the most beautiful man alive. In spirit, yes. <laughs> I'll say this. I say this, and I think I think this, and I believe this more and more about God. God is not the best rapper in the world. God is not, he does not rap his packages well. They don't always look nice. You know what I'm saying? Like when God does something, it's it's like, man, like God, when God does something, it's like, oh wow, that's incredible that you did it. But it's not always like a man, look at how that's wrapped. Look at how that was done. It's not always like beautiful from like the eye of the beholder. Like when he cleaned that man's eyes, like when he made the man see, he spat in the daggone mud and put mud on his face. Like, he's like, do you want to see? Like at what cost do you want to see? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I wasn't ready. <laughs> you want to see or not? Do you want to see spit, or not? I'm about to spit in his mouth. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Oh man, like, that just took me somewhere mentally. Okay. It was like, yo, they was like, yo, um, I forget his name. I, but I just read it to my daughter recently. Um, he was like, Yo, I want Jesus to heal me. And Jesus was like, tell him to go uh wash in the um in this river. And he was like, That river, that nasty river you want me to wash in? I ain't about to do that. He went and tried some other stuff and it didn't work, and he came back like all right, I'm going to watch in the river. And guess what happened? He was cleansed. It ain't all, it ain't, God is not, he don't package stuff well. Like, he don't, he don't care about the packaging. He's like, I don't care. You want to be blessed or not. You or have, absolutely. you have a solid argument. You have valid points. Um, But the Jesus in my mind, the one I serve, huh? He looked good. Hello, you back? I, I I I cut out for a minute. I don't know what happened. Um, you said I you, you said I had a solid point. Yeah, you you have valid points, very valid points, solid argument. But I'm just saying that the Jesus in my mind, 
I understand. Get him out. He, he get him out, he your mind. Get him out, your mind. Cause that ain't him. <laughs> maybe you looking at maybe you looking at the spirit. Maybe you looking at the the, the, the the person of Jesus. Yes, the most beautiful person in the world. Absolutely. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But when we see him face to face, mm. it's going to okay. be like this regular looking man <laughs> is my savior. And he don't care. So yeah, I don't okay. care. I don't care. They was like, yo, you were supposed, yo, we, we, you can't be the Christ. How you born in a manger? You can't be the Christ. How you born to a 14-year-old virgin? How You can't be the Christ. How you live in Nazareth? Can anything good come from Nazareth? The only thing good came from Nazareth. Yeah. You know, I get stirred now. Yeah. <laughs> so let's let's talk about let's talk about packaging. Let's talk a little bit more about packaging. Would you rather? Okay. <clears throat> would you rather? This has been going on, floating around. I've been hearing about this a lot. Either five hundred thousand dollars or dinner with Jay Z. So, Ali, would you rather have five hundred thousand dollars or dinner with Jigga Man? I personally think this, um, this or that, this rather thing is one of the dumbest examples. Like, why is this even a thing? Yeah, we should have fun today. Why? Like, like I'm looking at everybody sideways if they're not taking the check. Like, what? <laughs> unless think- you already, unless you are already in a position where five hundred thousand don't change nothing about your life, right? Don't change your life. Unless you are in a position where five hundred thousand is chump change to you, I'm looking at you sideways. If you choose to get up with Jay Z, right? Because ain't no knowledge in the world, ain't no expertise, ain't no coaching, ain't no mentor he can do for me. <laughs> that is worth five hundred thousand. Now, right. now. Maybe he can give me something, right, that I can transform into a plan of action that yields that eventually, right? But that's not guaranteed, right? So maybe something that he gives me, it could yield, I don't know, millions and billions. That ain't guaranteed. But I can take this guaranteed 500000 and invest it, turn it, flip it, whatever, whatever, right? I can do whatever I want to. That's an immediate transaction that can change some things for me. So... And furthermore, if I got 500000 I can finagle my way in some rooms that can eventually get me a free <laughs> um, uh, dinner with, with, with Jay-Z or, you know what I'm saying, get into his company. So I, I'm taking I'm taking the money every time. Yeah. Even this I, one with, with Jesus, I'm still taking the money. <laughs> I heard yeah. that one, too. I'm still taking the money. Why yeah. are you taking the money if it's Jesus? Because I get to spend eternity with him. Okay. I'll see you later, Jesus. I'll see you later. <laughs> I'm gonna see you later. But for now, for now though, <laughs> give me my coins. What are we doing? <laughs> Jesus gonna look at me like, girl, you was gonna be with me anyways. Why didn't you take that? That was me. That was my That's, blessing to you. Why no. would you do that? Depart from me. I don't know you. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you doing, uh, sis? Daughter. Yeah, 
Here I go again. Let Daughter, me throw this. Let me, I have let me given throw. you fruit. I have given you wisdom. I have poured out my spirit, and you did not take the money. Sinners, you keep saying you keep you keep praying for abundance. This was that I gave it to you. Why you want to? You gonna come with me? And you spend time with me every day, sis. Why are you trying to? No, no. <laughs> take the money and pay your tithes on it. Boom. Like. Uh. Take the money. <laughs> How often do you get to see Jesus face to face in the flesh? Listen, then you know not often, not but you know what? I'm gonna have an eternity, huh? Amen. Eternity Amen. with this man. <sighs> what is the Can't dinner? Wait. What is 10 minutes when I got to look forward to eternity? So for now, after me and my house, we're taking the coins every time. I hate, I mean, it begs, it begs to give the example that remember in the Bible when I think her name was Miriam. I don't know. I just know uh, Mary and Martha. They okay. were, they were, um, one of them was preparing dinner. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and the other one was sitting with Jesus and the disciples sitting at Jesus feet and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. she was like, what is you doing? Come in here. And help me make this food for them. And Jesus was like, whoa, whoa, chill out. She's chilling with me. You know what I mean? Like, she's chilling with me. She's chosen the better thing. So what do you say to something like that? What do you say? I say, take the money. Okay. (laughs) And still spend time with Jesus. Take the money and then go to his feet. Take the money and then go fast. Take the money and then pray. Take the money. And worship, huh? While you're on your way to collect the money, worship. Mm. Take them with you while you go get the money. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you for your example. I'm going to go back to (laughs) (laughs) Jay-Z. My question is, why do people think that Jay-Z got all this daggone knowledge? That's why, again, I'm just like, I mean, he's amazing. Like I, it's a, I'm, it's, it's, I'm okay. it's 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 a rhetorical question. It's a rhetorical question, really, because you've got Jay. I don't like this. Jay Z and Dame Dash talk like they was working at Target, and then and then made Rockefeller Records. Like they hustled they way. No, y'all were selling drugs. <laughs> Y'all were making fast money. Just the way you said it. <laughs> y'all were sell y'all were selling narcotics. I mean someone who's making $13 an hour, like cause you talk that you talk about them like anybody could do it. No, not all of us are willing to risk our freedom. In order to start Rockaway. Did you wear Rockaway? Mm, no. I don't think I've ever owned a Rockaway. <laughs> and definitely I ain't wear no state property, nothing. I already knew that was out. <laughs> I'm like, I I buy that right now in the name of Jesus. I am not state property. 
I will not be wearing. Guaranteed, everybody that wore state property has been in jail, <laughs> has done a stint in in jail at least. No, um, I'm taking I'm taking the money because, like you said, it can it can afford me those people to to put me and give me the advice that Jay-Z might be willing to give me. Who's to say that that man ain't just going to sit there and eat his steak? Right. Say, so what you want to talk about? And then you asking right. him questions. He's like, oh, I can't tell you that. I can't tell you this. You just got to right. get after it, man. You just got to go for it. You just got to put your head down and grind. Right. Just because... to say that you had dinner with Jay-Z and I'm still exactly. not $500,000 richer. And <laughs> I think I think people say that they'll take the dinner with Jay-Z to make themselves feel like they're not materialistic or make themselves feel like they're deeper than what they really are. When in all actuality, like you're saying and alluding to, you need you just got to do the wise thing in that moment, which, hey, this is free money, free money, this and is that, free and money and and advice that I could buy with this money. It's a multitude of master classes out here on all the things, okay? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like further, whenever this is presented, it's five hundred thousand or dinner with Jay-Z. It's never five hundred thousand or dinner with Jay-Z that will include XYZ. Right? Yeah. Like just... all so so we add these expectations. It's just like what if it's literally dinner with Jay-Z? That's it. Like literally, because Maybe he don't want to talk about business, or maybe he want to miss. Maybe he just want to kick it. Maybe he just wants to enjoy some chicken or some steak or whatever or some pasta, whatever he ordered. Right? Like we add this stuff to it, but get, but what's guaranteed in this scenario is the five hundred thousand. Like this yeah. is so simple, and yeah, we like you said, we, 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 we want to look deep, but we be deep as puddles. Like, bro, mm. stop. Mm. Mm. Take the money. Take the money, y'all. In this hypothetical, never gonna happen situation. Never gonna happen. <laughs> uh, something that did happen um, was the Emmys mm. recently. Um, Great transition. Y'all ain't gotta mention me transition. <laughs> I do this. It just feels so good. Like I have to say something. No, don't say. I appreciate it. Don't y'all don't say nothing. No more. Y'all take away from the magic because then I just can't make this transition. I I put them in order for me to be able to transition. I like, that was good. You no. a good podcaster. <laughs> I'm going to, because there's going to be something that I don't do well, just, but you still got to rock with it. Oh, um, man. Okay. But, but again, speaking of rocking with it, Quint, Quinta Brunson um, was upstage, we, some of us feel, by uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Um, she went on with her speech. Um, she knew he was back there. So what happened was, well, Allison, maybe you can explain what, what happened. <clears throat> From my understanding, um, the, the, there's this ongoing joke that Jimmy Kimmel has not won an Emmy. Um, so during this Emmy Awards, he was he had this joke that was even ongoing during the show. I guess it had started prior to Quinta Brunson's win, where you know it's like he's drunk or fake drunk, and someone's dragging him on the stage, and he's kind of just like laying there, like "Woe is me, I'm a loser again," right? Well, when Quinta, that's not what happened. 
No, you- I'm shaking my head at the at the at the thought. Oh, gotcha. Okay. At okay. the at the joke. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah. so yeah. So there's pretty much just a joke like where he just continues to just be like, oh my gosh, I haven't won, so I'm just pissy drunk and sad. So when Quinta actually wins and goes up to get her award. He is still on the floor laid out. And she's like, mm-hmm. get up. I won. I won. And he doesn't move. He just kind of like gives her a thumbs up. But he stays like on the floor. So it takes away from the moment for her win. And it places the attention on him literally being like lying on the floor like a, like a child. Um, and it was a joke. And I believe that regardless, this, this joke, this bit he was doing, it was going to happen regardless. Um, he just happened mm-hmm. to be doing that, you know, while she got her moment. And I believe the, the, the uproar is, you know, this white man had to center himself in this moment that was for a black woman. <sighs> Quinta ain't mad, so. I think she's a classy young woman. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I think she, I think she knows that this is not going to be her last award that she wins. Yeah. And she knew, or I believe it was such a grand moment that nothing could steal her joy in that moment. Like I just yeah. wanna I just want an Emmy. There's nothing yeah. that's gonna take she said she said maybe I'll wake up tomorrow. i I'm supposed to be on this show on Wednesday. Maybe I'll punch him in the face when I see him. But yeah. right now I'm elated, I'm ecstatic. Here's the thing that made me upset. Because I'm like, okay, I, I get it, I get it. Here's the thing that made me upset. He is in every picture taken of her up there. Mm. It's an award show. Yeah. It is designed for the person to be highlighted. And for the person who won that yeah. award to, and not for you to to be whether you joking or not, and every bit every joke got a bit of truth in it. Yeah, yeah. That's why that's why it can be funny. Um, mm-hmm. You you're you're lying on the ground because you haven't won, mm-hmm. and you're saying, "Look at me, I haven't won." So poop poo this person for winning. Yeah. Now whether he whether he went that far with. I'm not too concerned about it, but I'm like, yo, maybe somebody, maybe somebody could have drug him off doing, doing her thing. Cause then he could have just stayed there. And then, you know what I mean? Cause getting up would have taken away from the joke, but someone literally dragging him off or lifting up him up and taking him away Two people picking him up and taking him away. You would have been on par with the joke. And she mm-hmm. could have just looked back and said, "Oh, that's funny. Thank you, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Um, Jimmy, you've been in support of us since the beginning. Da 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 da. Which he, which he says that he has. But yeah, to literally be like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm. Whether I know I'm still you, you old enough. You know that you're still in that person's moment. You know. Yes. And and that brings. I don't think me Jimmy to... Kimmel is a stupid man. You you know that. Yeah. And and that that's more my issue is his commitment to a not amazing joke. You know, it's like at what moment yeah. did you realize this bit isn't garnering the response I thought it would? It's not as funny in real time as it was when we thought about it. Maybe we should just call it off. Because like I said, I do believe he would have done that same bit, you know, regardless of who won. I don't think it was about her being a black woman, subconsciously yeah. or consciously. I think prior to the show, he had decided to do this. 
Um, yeah. It just, but I believe that if it was funny, we wouldn't have this conversation because when things make you laugh, we don't care about the the undertone of it, right? It's like when stuff like um, what's his name, Ryan Davis, constantly says this when it comes to controversial comedy. Um, he says that there's really nothing off the there's there's nothing that we can't joke about. Um, we've seen it happen for years, and we continually see people, you know, push the envelope. It just has to be funny, right? Yeah. yeah. When things are funny, we're gonna laugh. So yeah. I think one of the bigger issues here is that it just wasn't a funny joke, and he was too committed to this whack bleep joke. The thing, the thing that comedians do sometimes is. I'm going to continue on with the joke. The longer they, the more that it becomes funny. But it's like, again, time and place. Yeah. Trial and error. We need to stop yeah. trialing and erroring things on um on uh formal award shows like that. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Right. But I just really think I, I think it was a joke that wasn't completely thought out. That's really what I think it is. Yeah. I don't think I just think, hey, <clears throat> when someone come when they when they win, so I don't upstage the person, and so I'm not sitting here looking like a complete doofus. Mm-hmm. You just pick me up and, and carry me off and, and we go on with the show. And this was okay if- by the producers, by the way. I mean, you would have yeah. to I would have to blame the producer. Yeah. Okay. You're frozen. Yeah. There I'm you back. go. Mm-hmm. Okay. And even, you know, I don't, uh, if we want to talk about the, you know, whole like the, his whiteness being centered, you know, like the whole black woman, white man thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is more of a conversation about like cultural awareness um, mm-hmm. because it's not enough to just not be racist, right? Like that's that's like the bare minimum, right? Like that would be nice <laughs> to not be racist. Right. Right. It's knowing the difference between what this means for whoever her fellow nominees were versus her Quentin winning, right? It's like, oh, you know mm-hmm. what? Quentin one, let me just X this joke because this moment, this hasn't happened. This hasn't happened for a lot of black people. So mm, I'm what was not the favorite. One, what was the, well, I'm white. I don't know that I don't know what hurdles but, black people gotta jump over. I don't that, know what that, that's my they point. That's my point about cultural awareness, right? It's like this is why it's not enough to just not be racist. We need for um <laughs> the white man <laughs> to engulf themselves into our history and current context so they can understand what we're saying when we talk about these things when we bring up this being an issue because he was so oblivious to why this was an issue at all he was i i believe he was genuinely confused like huh, huh. like i they, they said i heard like they said that i did something wrong quinta i'm sorry if i if i hurt your feelings i didn't know i didn't think he was genuinely confused right so it's like i don't think his heart was intending to uh I don't think there's anything evil in his heart in creating that whack joke, but it would be nice if they were in a place, they being white America, where they understood um, situational context, like 
white man, it's not okay to censor yourself in this moment. Not for Quinta. Maybe for someone else, this is cool because y'all are used to this. But this is historical right now. Mm-hmm. So just chill. Um, and that's the bigger conversation that I think we're maybe some of us are having, but maybe a lot of us are missing. It's yeah. that's why we want them to that that's what we talk about. That's what inclusion is about, right? Like it's beyond diversity, it's beyond equality, it's equity and inclusion. Yeah. Um yeah. yeah. I mean, I think I think well said, and with that, I mean I think it's time to I mean, with you know, that's a good transition into our next topic. Um, the little mermaid. Ah, um, you know, speaking of inclusion, um, we the new Little Mermaid is black. Yeah. If you've been living under a rock for the ah. past three years, oh wow! No, no, that wasn't purposeful. Um, <laughs> if you've been living under a rock, um, um, for the past three years, um, you know that it was always a discrepancy, you know. This was mm-hmm. low key bigger than the potential of Idris Elba being John, James Bond. James like Bond. It, was, it was up there. Like the Little Mermaid is is white, mm-hmm. and James Bond is white. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, they're both fictitious characters. <laughs> that be the part keep that throws me, and that's why it's comedy to me. This entire they conversation is like comedy this, to they me. Act like this is some, they act like this is a bio, like a biopic or something. They are really upset. I'm talking about really upset. When they the when they thought about folk. making when they thought about making a live action Little Mermaid, they pictured her being white. And, and I'm not even mad at that, right? It's like, oh, the the animation, she's white with red hair, live action. It'd be nice if she's saying, all right, cool. And my expectation was not fulfilled. I'm disappointed. Whatever. I'm going to go see it anyways. But the fact that these grown people. We and see, kidding. I did. What year? <clears throat> the Little Mermaid came out, what, 91, 92? Yeah, around that time. Before 95. They, they, they was kids. And yeah, so I honestly, because I curate my social media in a way where I, I want to be surrounded by like-minded people, um, and, and I invite diversity of thought, but diversity only goes so far for me. I don't need too yeah, much diversity. Yeah. You so, can't be open-minded to everything. No. You can't. I hate when people think that. Like, oh, no. I, I can't settle in on on how I feel about something ever. Yeah. I yeah. always have to be open. No, I've, yeah. I've surveyed. I've realized. I've thought. I've taken this into account. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. this is where I land on the time. And this is where I land. And and for me, that's blackity black, 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 black. So on social media, like that's what I see, you know. Um, but what I was starting to see is black folks was uh-huh. black folks <laughs> black folks' response to to this uproar. I didn't re- I didn't see any like white folks complaining or any post until I saw our response to it. So I'm thinking maybe we're making stuff up. Like, chill, like, and no one's no one's mad. But I, I I just forgot that I have curated things in a way where my feed, I see yeah. things from people who think like me. So I'm not even seeing this. I didn't know what the big deal until I got to work last one day last week. And I got to work. I work remotely, but I logged on <laughs> and I opened this email. It's a corporate mm-hmm. email. My company has a um, an organization called LEAD. Um, 
L stands for the uh, company name. And then E is employees of African descent. So blank employees of African, African descent acronym, right? So we have this organization, this employee resource group. Um, and I'm very proud that my company has this because I've been working for them for about going on six years. And my complaint has been like, ain't nothing but all white men here. We need more diversity. And now we're getting that right post 2020. And this group has grown. So it's a corporate group with thousands and thousands of people within this group. So this email comes out and it's about Little Mermaid. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. Did I just open an email at work for this defense contractor where we're su literally supporting the government and the military? And this email is about the Little Mermaid? And it was a think piece. It was an essay of um, the regional leader of the lead group who was pretty much breaking down like, why there's you know upset and he was pretty much explaining like you know why this is problematic but giving voice to those people who are upset you know it's like it's about white nostalgia and whiteness not changing and i'm i was like wait a minute is are they that upset that we need even company emails <laughs> and then i start seeing you know posts about like oh this is how white kids are reacting or whatever whatever and I'm just like, yo, we, it's funny to me, Keith. It's it's really funny to me. I'm, I don't know what to tell y'all because these are the same folks who would go and see a movie about an African king and it's a white person. And I'm just like, wait, what? These are the same mm. folks who like will literally actually do biopics and actually do things based on true events and change people, right? Because wasn't it, um, well, I don't want to go down and make an example, but we know there are many of examples in Hollywood where they have done films based on true stories where the main character was based on a black person and the person they chose was not. So, um, and I'm like, mm. wait, y'all mad about fictional stuff though? Like I can't with the selective outrage, with the, the random out, it's like, okay, bye. I, I don't, I just, it's funny because it's, it's just, it's too ridiculous to give like real, like investment into emotionally. It's like y'all are out y'all mind. Like y'all want things to say the same so bad because y'all are so afraid that you will not hold on to your power. And it's like, I don't care how you feel about it. We are coming for white supremacy in every single way. Feel how you feel about it, but just get over it. You'll be all right. Side, sidebar. Sidebar, because when you said, you know, other races playing other races in movies, I thought about this. Um, Denzel Denzel Washington um, played a white cop, a, a white pilot in uh, in flight. <laughs> Real? That's, wait, wait, wait. That was a true story? Flight yeah. was a true story? Yes. I did not know that. I just watched it last week. I think that that was a true story. That was a true story? Whoa. Yeah. Huh? Wow. Well, I mm. I feel I feel the same way. I feel like um it, wait, 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 wait. Cause that's not where I'm going just yet. No. I'm gonna come back to that. Like I said, off we're going off off grid okay. real quick. Um I can't I've come to this conclusion and no one can shake me on this. Okay. Tom Hanks is the white man's Denzel Washington. Mm, I can see that. You don't think Leonardo? Well, you said you're, no. you're not shaking on it. You're not shaking. It's not Leonardo. Leonardo would be Leonardo would Smith. be to okay. I'm more inclined. I'm more inclined to say that. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, that, that's very, weird. very, very selective with his role choosing. 
likes to try different things. Uh, yeah, woman, ladies, man to the T. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Right, I, I would have never thought of that. This Tom Hanks Denzel comparison, Tom but Hanks, Tom Hanks makes sense the, to me. Tom Hanks is is the is the white man's or white people's Denzel Washington. Maybe going throw, crazy over him. Yeah. Because it's crossover appeal, right? Because black people love Tom Hanks. White people mm. love Denzel Washington. It's the same thing. This is they true. Bo- they both were, the- were in the movie Philadelphia. Like, <laughs> they they, they are. They need to do one more movie together for, yeah. for the time is up. Um, Interesting. Um, it all became very clear to me. All of this racism stuff all became very clear to me when I realized that racism is a spirit and spirits cause you to do stuff that ain't rational that don't make no daggone sense you just doing them you just doing it because this is how it's supposed to be and it's like there's no rationale that can shake you from it you know what I'm saying so to argue about something as trivial as a fictitious Disney character, let it be known that, yeah, yeah. And I understand what you're saying. Uh, you said this a while ago, and I was like, "Wow!" Like your whole take on um, the mindset of white people, the whiteness—not white people exactly, but the mindset of whiteness and being white in a well, I would say America, but. In, in general in period um is demonic <laughs> you know what i'm saying and yes like took that it would even come down to something like this yes and so that's why saying, it's laughable yeah. because it's like y'all, y'all, y'all you're so engulfed in it and so con- let, let, let me let me go with the spirit thing so consumed by this spirit that you don't even realize how ridiculous you look <laughs> Like, you so don't. yes, I, I why I, what, what I actually said was whiteness in itself is irredeemable, like, that, yeah, that's what that, you said, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And for me, I w- I'll just say, for me, if something's irredeemable to me, it, it would be demonic. So, yes. I, those are my words, yes, <laughs> and should be cast yeah. out, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So we talked about what, what we got. Would you rather Quinn Brunson and Jimmy Kimmel? The little worried. Um. Uh. None of this stuff is good stuff that we gotta talk about today. None of this stuff. None of this stuff is like. Oh, I'm super excited to talk about this. Which, what's 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 building your spirit though? Like what what, what what's pressing on your heart? What's pressing on my heart is this daggone um. He won't fail by uh by my man uh Todd Galbert. Mm, I haven't listened to it yet. Uh, well, we about to listen to it, right? Okay, I love him. Yeah. He fine. I I had that realization today. <laughs> I said, I bet women think that Todd Galbert is fine or handsome, like really, really attractive. Yeah, be, because he is, and we do. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. 
and it's okay. Just, as long as you know that Jesus wasn't. <laughs> this is Todd Galbert. He won't fail. All of your brunt, all of your pain, even your troubles. You can all of your burdens, all of your cares, even your struggles, you can give it to Jesus. Come on, let's tell him tonight, because he won't fail. He won't say it again. He won't say it again. Come on, that's good news tonight. He won't leave you. He won't say it again. He won't say it again. He won't say it again. I'm running for myself. Say he won't leave you. Say he won't say it again. I'ma play it until the vamp, cause that's when it gets serious for me. Yeah. Right here. Come on. Right there. Yeah. Mm -mm. Ty, watch it, Ty. Watch yeah. it, Ty. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. He keeps every promise. Mm. Mm. He keeps every promise. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Todd Galbert. He yeah. will fail. He won't that fail. That. He will fail. Off of his uh, forthcoming album, Encounter. So I'm super excited about it. I heard that is going to be great from one of Man. my favorite artists. That song, and I'll play it. I'll play Play the latter part at the end, um, but yeah, ever since I heard it that, yesterday, that's low key like the only song I wanted to hear. Yeah, that I, I seen it with like, my own eyes. I've Ooh. seen it with my own eyes. That that's like it's a it's it's like it's I'm a witness, but it's also it also places it on you. Like, have I seen it? Like, yes, I actually have seen it. I've seen it with my own eyes. I've seen it in my own life. Therefore, I got hope for my future. Yeah, yeah. Therefore, yeah. I know that the promises that have not yet manifested, they mm, got too. Mm, I needed that. I ain't gonna trust them yet. What what scripture is that? That's um for for I consider that the sufferings of this present time 
are nothing Ooh. to be compared to the glory that is to be revealed to you. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah. you, Jesus. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Like he's always he's always making a way. Always. He yeah, he won't fail. He won't fail. He's never failed. He hasn't failed you yet. And he won't. Yeah. That that's mm-hmm. yeah. Cause at first I was like, what is he saying? And yeah. 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 So yes, that was Todd Galberth. He won't fail. Um thank, yeah, that'll get me through to these through these next uh topics, man. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, shout out to um this apartment hitting me up asking me for more information. Shout out. Look at God. Not already not failing. Already. Hallelujah. All right, all right. What do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? Uh, you want to talk about what? What do you want to talk about first? Mm. Um, video surfaces a vandalized apartment. What would you do? Oh, the Jesus. state of Illinois passes purge law. Tiffany Haddish and Ari Spears child endangerment case. And then we got some honorable mentions. You want to do Let's honorable talk about this purge law? Okay, go for it. So, yeah. I who 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 then called this the purge law first of all because it's propaganda. It's a, it's in it's in quotes. Propaganda. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I think that for those for those who don't know, okay. please explain to us what propaganda is. I know, but it'll help us it, understand where you come from. Well, while I'm looking up the. Well, while I'm telling my definition, can you actually look up the actual definition? Um, okay. So, yeah. So propaganda in layman's terms is um, when you take something and you frame the messaging in a way that you get your personal message across. So um, an event happens, right? And instead of me saying what happened objectively, I reframe it so that you see the event from I points of view and I frame the way you understand a story, an event or whatever. Um, so example, 9-11, um, the propaganda in that is for decades following, we have feared um, the Islamic community. We have um, looked at Muslims in a different light because of how the media portrayed um Events surra- things surrounding that event um, because of how American media demonized the religion as a whole um, mm-hmm. and blamed the religion as a whole for that isolated event. We, um, the general public, uh, took that because up until, you know, recent years or maybe I could say up until our generation, we depended on the media to keep us informed on world events. It wasn't until, you know, the age of the internet where we were able to go and fact check and, and, and look up sources. Right. So we live in a world where the media, uh, it's, it's very important in regards to communicating what's going on. And when it's done in a way where it's not objective, but it is, uh, opinionated, we run with that. So yeah, that's what propaganda is. Well, I think you explained it. Greatly in the first two sentences of what you said, I was like, wow, what a great definition. It's better than the definition that I have. I'm so real quick. Um, 
information, especially of a biased or misleading nature, used to promote or publicize a particular political cause or point of view. Yes, keywords being biased and promote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So go go. So so with with this Illinois, the the name of the law is called the Safety Act. Um, S A F E dash T. The Safety Act, and that acronym stands for um, Safety, Accountability, Fairness, and Equity Today. Um, and this act was put into place and it will go into effect on January, um, January, 2023, January, 2023 in the state of Illinois. This is specific to the state of Illinois. Um, and this, this act is being put in place to get rid of the cash bail system, um, and hopefully in its entirety. And there are some other parts of the bill, um, that, would affect other uh, types of criminal activity um, in what way uh, you guys can can look that up. I believe there are about three or four components to the Safety Act, and I encourage you to please research it for yourself before you form an opinion. Mm. <laughs> um, but where I stand on that is, oh, so, 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 so cult, the culture, the social media, the media is calling it the purge law because when this goes into effect, because they are demolishing cash bail, the people who are, I believe, currently on trial or who are arrested from that point going forward, um, it won't be dependent on them, you know, uh, putting up money to get out of jail while they await trial. Right. Like how our system is, is someone um, allegedly commits a crime. They are arrested and they sit in jail until they do one of two things, either post bail to get out and remain free until they go to trial or stay in jail because they cannot afford to post bail. And they stay there until trial. And if trial is in two months or two years or 20 years, it, it doesn't matter. They just stay there. Also, how our system is set up is you are innocent until proven guilty. This is where. Um, the contradiction is, this is where the tension is. And this is why this act is being passed is to double down on what our constitution says, which is you're innocent until proven guilty. Yes. Yes. Um, the constitution says that you innocent until proven guilty. And I know this is what you're saying. The Constitution says that you're innocent until you're proven guilty, but the system says you're guilty until proven innocent. That yes, correct, correct. And 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 that is rooted in um, racism and classism. Mm. Um, because and economic oppression, which is again tied to racism um, mm -hmm. because we know that crime is associated to poverty and we know that um, in this nation there are a lot of minority communities who are impoverished due to the wealth gap right um, so we see more people imprisoned that look like you and I Mm -hmm. Um, and also, you know, there are factors of, you know, just over policing in our communities to where, um, the same activity can be going on at the same rate in other 
neighborhoods such as white neighborhoods, right? But they're not policed the same. So you wouldn't be catching them anyways because you ain't, you ain't over there in they neck of the woods. Um, so, and, and also what happens is, you know, you, like I said, allegedly commit a crime and you're arrested. Well, oftentimes we see that you have people who are not guilty, who are just sitting and rotting in jail simply because they cannot post bail. So our system has never been about justice. It's been about who has the most money, right? If I got if I got the coins, I can get out whether I have murdered 10,000 people, right? Or whatever. And, and granted, you know, sometimes depending on the crime, the judge won't, you know, grant bail. So I know there's, there are things like that. But generally speaking, when you have the option for bail and you got the money, you're out until you await trial. Um, that opportunity has not been afforded to everyone. Um, and oftentimes we know that bail is set at a ridiculously ridiculously high amount um, that the average American couldn't couldn't afford or may not, you know, have a backup plan or a mama or a father to call or a, a rich, rich auntie or rich uncle to call, you know, and say, hey, can you help me with this? Um, so and, we, and, and and I believe what was his name? We, we, we know what happened with uh, what's this guy's name? Crowder? I'm going to read it right now. OK. Khalif Browder. Browder. Um, was an African-American youth from the Bronx, New York, who was held at the Rikers Island, which is like the worst jail ever, like in modern day history, jail complex without trial between 2010 and 2013 for allegedly stealing a backpack containing valuables. During his imprisonment, Browder was in solitary confinement for 700 days. Two years after his release, Browder hanged himself at his parents' home. His case has been cited by activists com campaigning for reform of the New York City criminal justice system and has attracted widespread attention in the years following his, his death. Um, in 2017, Jay-Z produced a television documentary miniseries titled Time, The Khalif Browder Story. In January 2019, New York City settled a civil lawsuit with the Browder family for $3.3 million. Yeah, I uh, it, it it's it's heartbreaking, it's disgusting, it's repulsive. Our, our when I say it, I'm talking about our, our justice system. Um, and when I think about that story in particular, it's like he was punished for not having money. He was punished for not having money um, and possibly even further, you know, arrested in the first place, maybe because it's just just because he was black. I, I don't know, you know, the, the details surrounding the initial alleged crime, um, but ultimately he was punished because he was he was uh, poor. And I did not know until this safety act came about. I did not know that Rikers Island is a jail specifically and exclusively for people awaiting trial. So these are all people in Rikers Island who are, you know, uh, supposed to be, you know, innocent until proven guilty. I didn't know that. I thought that this was a prison. I thought these were people who had been charged and sentenced. I did not know that until this week that Rikers Island is full of folks who are awaiting mm -hmm. trial. And you talk about, right. you know, he was, he was in jail for three years, three years awaiting trial. Just 700 days. It is yeah. sick. It's disgusting. And the system at whole is demonic. It's it's it is America is greedy and um, 
this is where we apply that scripture. You know, the, the love of money is the root of all evil. This is mm-hmm. the proper application of that scripture. Mm-hmm. We, we use it in a ton of situations that don't apply, but this is one, you know, it, it's pure evil to punish someone because they cannot afford to post bail. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it's a domino effect, right? It's like all the things that happen after that. Um, because it's, it's, it's very clear to me that this person would most likely still be alive. Um, had he, even if he just had the chance, not even not being locked up in the first place, but if he had the money to post bail, if he had that opportunity to post bail. So I am happy that Illinois is passing this law and I hope that more states will follow. Um, I think this is major progress and I hope that it's no like loophole or or a gotcha to it. I hope that it's true. I hope that Illinois is truly trying to do the right thing and correct, course correct. Um, And we'll see. Mm -hmm. And and I guess they're calling it the purge law because I guess they're calling it the purge law because um, uh, as of January 1, I guess people who are awaiting trial will be able to get released. So people are trying to frame it as if it's going to be just the thousands of criminals who come out of the prison system or come out of jail at the same time, you know, who are just going to just, you know, wreak havoc upon the community community. And hopefully that doesn't happen. Um, more than that, hopefully there are systems in place that allow these folks who are getting out to be rehabilitated into society in a way they can work and be housed and be fed so that they don't have to rely on, you know, um, illegal means to get those things. Yes, Mm. I do believe there are criminals who are just evil and do bad things because they are bad people. I do believe that. However, I also believe that when we deal with the root cause of a lot of crime, which is poverty, then we see a reduction in the rate of crime. That's just straight up facts. Well done. Well done, Allison. Thank you, man. Thank you for helping us and myself included get more clarity on that. Cause when you when you um when we I, I know I posted it to you and I even posted it. I was I was just joking, telling asking Michael Jordan what he was gonna do about this. Um, <laughs> that's gonna be my new thing. Like ask the most <laughs> famous person in the state or that's so associated to, to yeah. the state or whatever. What you gonna do? Yeah. And I'm this? yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, there were rumors at one point that he was like invested into the prison system, right? Oh, that's like, a fact. Yeah, that's no, he owns owns prisons and he swears or something he doesn't. like that. And, like, and I, maybe it's a different Michael Jordan, but there is somebody in the world named Michael like, Jordan. It's, who, it's a different, it's a different Michael Jeffrey Jordan who played <laughs> basketball. <laughs> so yeah, maybe he ain't happy, you know. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know the, the the level of greed of this country. I. I, Keith, I promise, and maybe we should have a different episode about this, possibly on you know Shades of Brown. But I promise you, bro, like the the <laughs> the older I get, the more I'm just like, oh, this is hell. This is why we strive for heaven because we are currently living in hell. Like this world is just trash, man. For those of us who are trusting in the Lord, this is the this is the only heaven that this is the only hell that we'll experience. But for those of you who do not, I, I truly encourage you to put your trust in him because this is the only heaven that you will experience. Speaking about, speaking about, uh, let's switch gears real quick. 
Because I, I want there to be heaven in my home. I shouldn't be living in hell in my home. This is something that I saw. This is a post that I saw, right? Recently, right before we got right before we got on, right before we started recording. There is a um a post of this um older this is it's an older couple. They're not like in their 80s or 90s, but you could tell like they're in their late 60s, maybe early mm-hmm. 70s or whatever. She she posts, she was like, um, my husband has never fed himself. Like as in like he's never gotten his own food. Right, she's always wait, 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 wait. no. Like, I'm, I'm explaining. I'm explaining. She's she's always gotten the food for him. Right, she's always like made his plate. There it is. Okay. Right, and so this is her sitting down, not making his plate. Like she only makes hers, and he gets up and leaves. He gets up from the table. She was like, I, I did this to see what would happen because he's never. I've never done this. He's. I've always made his plate. Let's see what happened. He he looks at her and just gets up from the table. And I'm saying, I saw that and I was like, good job, sir. <laughs> Keith. <laughs> I can't stand. I said, I know that's right. Take your power back, Keith. Yeah, what are you what are you doing? What you she tripping tripping? What you think this is? Oh man. Listen. Wait, I lost you. I know we gonna I know we gonna argue. I know we gonna argue. What are, what are your thoughts? Um so this <laughs> I want to ask, like, what, was it my daddy in the, in the video? Did he look like me? Was it the man who looked like me in that video, but just darker? Because, listen, the way my daddy does not know how to nourish himself without my mom. It's like, how will I get sustenance? I do not know. This man, not, if my mom goes out of town, she'll cook, you know, a ton of food to leave for the house. The way my dad will not eat leftovers because, or or like, it's, she didn't fix it. It's like, I mean, it's there. It's cooked. It's her cooking, right? She's out of town. The food is in the refrigerator for you, prepared. No, he's not eating it. He'd rather go to fast food, pick up something because she did not prepare it. It's like, we have nothing. We have no food. My, Brenda ain't here. We, we, we got nothing. She left us for dead. <laughs> it's like, sir. Are you okay? This man. No. So spoiled. No. Like, I'm telling you, listen. He ain't it's eating. Not spoiled. Until... I, don't, <laughs> I don't think that's spoiled, man. Here's my thing. We are taught this generation, the we get further and further and further away. From what? We need each other. Oh, yes. We need each other. Yeah, there is something there. Here's what you can do for me. Here's what I can do for you. It's a barter system. It's no, it's marriage. Yes. This I no, I'm I'm because chances are because I'm I'm I'm, let me pontificate. Pontificate, can you pontificate? Let me me, me pontificate. Chances are, if he's acting like that, if he's acting like that, like, oh, well, I know that she does this. Chances are, there's things that he does for her. And that's his role for her. 
there is an even trade there. She may not go to work. He may have he may have foot the bill on everything. So when I come home, yes, I want you to fix my plate. That's what comes with that. This is where no, I no, no, no. I'm saying I'm saying generationally and societally, that's what comes with that. If I'm going to work and you're staying home, I'm sitting at the head of the table because I just slaved all day for this family. I'm eating first before the kids, first of all, because I'm the husband and that's who you're supposed to take care of first, but also because I am the one that's sticking my neck out for this family day in and day out. So I'm looking at you crazy like, oh, snap, that's the type of game we playing today, you Come on now, you know the drill. You know I gotta fix everything in here. You know I gotta fix everything in here when stuff break. You know that I'm I'm paying for your nails. You know that I'm paying for this. You know that I'm paying for that. You know that I'm doing X, Y, and Z. And all I'm asking for you to do is make dinner, make a dinner that you also gonna eat, and put and do a couple of scoops of this, and that would be an issue. I agree with all of all of what you said. I agree with that model, with the model that the man goes to work, brings home the bacon. She cooks the bacon, prepares the bacon, puts bacon on plate. Man eats the bacon. I I love that model. If it works, if it works for you, if you like it, I love it. Cool with it. I don't know about this lady and her lifestyle, right? Because that's just a video. But what we you look like. More, you. Okay, cool. What we more often see in my household growing up, right? Um, in other black households, we tend to subscribe to this old fashioned traditional model, but we don't live it out. So what we see is the man is working. The man is working hard. He comes home, he wants his plate fixed, cool. But the opposite of that is the woman is also working and the woman is bringing home the bacon too. And she's right. buying the bacon. She's buying the bacon with her money. She's also taking care of the kids. She's taking care of all their stuff, right? So she's got to go to work. She's working. She's working the same amount that you're working. Maybe she's not bring, bringing in as much money as you are annually, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe she works in a different industry, but she is contributing to this family financially, right? Maybe it's 60, 40, yeah. 75, 25. I don't know what ratio, but she's working. Maybe she's her, maybe she's a breadwinner, right? I, I I know I know scenarios like that where she is a breadwinner and she still is doing all of the cooking, all of the cleaning, all of the plate fixing. So it is not an, a fair trade. It's, it's not an even trade. And that is where my frustration lies because right. it's like you're expecting me to subscribe to this model when when you're not holding up your end. It, right. it only works it, it it only works if I'm not working forty hours a week and, and, right. and plus the commute time plus all of the other things. Right? It's like you're just working and that's a lot. Like I believe that if we're gonna go with that model. Like the man doing all he does to to protect and provide and sustain. That's a lot to provide security. That is a lot to be the covering of a whole family. It's a lot. The pressures, the the, the expectations, all of that. It's a lot, right? But you can't sit down and expect your plate to be fixed if I got a million and two things to do and i'm paying for, for this and when something get when the car needs oil change i'm getting my oil change it's like i'm doing all the things too so we're both going to be 
you know, doing all these things, then we can fix our own place. As a matter of fact, right. we can go pick up some food. We can go, as, as a matter of fact, meet me at the restaurant after yeah. work because nobody's right. cooking tonight. Right. So I'm saying exactly right. So I'm saying that's why I brought up the example that I brought up where it is this thing of this and that i'm doing this you doing that it is it is a a polarizing we have polarizing roles well not let me not say polarizing we have the opposite roles that meet that meet up you know what i'm saying that benefit i could could be wrong in this and please 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 tell me because you know you know i i have my worldview based on my my surroundings and my whatever i don't know I, i only know a handful of stay-at-home moms, of, of working mom, you know, um, stay-at-home wives, housewives. I personally only know a handful. The majority, the vast majority of women I know mm-hmm. at work. So it's yeah. like wh- we talk about this model, but when do we see this outside of TV? Well, I'm well, I've seen it and I I see it, but I'm so I'm not saying I'm again I'm not speaking from a person from a standpoint of a person you're working and I'm working mm-hmm. and all of that type of stuff. And by the way, I'm also not that type of person. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm on some like, yo, let's make as much as we can for the family because I'm mm-hmm. cleaning, I'm cooking, I'm taking care of the kids as well. You Bless know what I'm it. saying? That's that's Bless what it. I'm on. I don't need you to fix my plate. I, it's kind of it's kind of weird for me that I am that independent person that I that I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, man, like we not built to be like that. We not meant mm-hmm. to be like that. We are meant to need each other. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But I'm not like that. I'm not that way. Like where it's like, well, when I come home, I want to sit at the head of the table. But also it's kind of like, don't you sit at the head of the table? Like maybe the yeah. wife sit at you know what I mean? Like, don't you know, we ain't gonna have no head of the table, just right like we going you know what i mean but um yeah i, I guess, about, I guess my- i'm talking about i'm talking about the i'm talking about this this couple she said she's been doing yeah. it all of this time she said he's never fixed his plate you bugging out <laughs> you I mean, why yeah. you trying to change it you tripping you, you tripping, tripping if that lady. was an agreement and she did not hold up her end of the agreement it's a problem i agree with that he went but, he got yeah. up he got up from the table and i bet either he went to mcdonald's or he went <laughs> somewhere else to where somebody now that was now that was now that would be ridiculous now don't don't that would be don't be passive aggressive <laughs> not, not for me not for me because my dad me. would my dad would be like uh brenda uh where, where my food like he gonna straight up be like what and she'd be like do you see i'm not doing i'm doing 13 other things, you know, he gonna be like, what, what you been like? I'm ready to eat. Like the man acts a handicapped when he like, I promise you, this man is like, that. are you not able-bodied? No, not when she bring in money too. No, don't you love okay. that? Okay, okay. <laughs> and that's why I'm the way I am. It's why my stance is so passionate because I saw two working people who maybe my, my mom has never, not maybe she hasn't, she's never paid a mortgage. She's never paid the light bill. And I'm like, no, but you pay insurance, you pay health insurance, you pay car insurance, you, you put us through college, you pay, you pay our, you pay, you bought, bought us cars. So, I mean, I'm sure all of that balances out. So, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, what yeah. I'm saying like, like it's like this luxurious. Oh, I have this traditional husband who provides. Yes, he provides, nigga. You do too. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, I guess my whole point was we we continually talk about this model as if 
we're somehow straying away from it. And it's like, no, we didn't stray away from anything. We didn't see the model either. Again, the majority of us. We, um, we straying away from it. But our, my, how come have, let, me, let me say straying. We have strayed away from it. Because because there are women in the work. There's more women in the workplace. Yes, there, there are more women in the work. I, for me personally, I, my mama worked. My grandmama worked. I come from working women. Do I would I love a man who was like who'd be like, babe, go sit down and be cute and cook and clean. I got it. Mm-hmm. I sure, sure. Yeah. That is a fair bargain. I'm I'm Gucci. Like I I got you. This house will be smelling like. Um, it would be smelling amazing, looking amazing, feeling amazing, I, I, all the things, right? I, mm-hmm. It's just not our norm. So in general, do we have more women in the workforce? Yes. But I just want us to stop acting like in our communities, like we don't come from working women as if we're the first generation to I'm be like that. this this you know like this like this outcast, like we're we're so unconventional. No, we're not. Would, like our moms hurt. This would be the maybe the third, second or third generation where it's really prevalent. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that, so that first generation, right. Has these conversations, but we're too far down the line to keep acting like we're, you know, that was the older couple. So that's why I'm like, you bugging out. Yeah. Yeah. You, 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 yeah. (laughs) You bugging out. You know, Daggerwell, you don't work. You know, well, all you probably did today was make this, and that's 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 what I'm saying. Oh, you did today. I, I had a um, I had a girlfriend, right? Um, I had a girlfriend. I, I had to check myself because I was mad. I was mad. I saw a post. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling on myself. I saw a post <laughs> of hers recently talking about she just went through a bad breakup. I was like, how long we break up? How long ago was that? Because what you should be going through no bad breakup, but with me. <laughs> but that's besides the point. <laughs> I'm like, who got you in their feelings? Who got you feeling feeling worse than me? Oh no. No, we gonna have to fix that. I'm gonna have to like come back. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to run this back. Circle let back. You, let, yeah, let you know who, who it is out here in these streets. <laughs> Only me breaking your heart out here. What you talking about? It's so terrible. It is terrible. It's horrible. It's horrible. It's so terrible. It is terrible. I'm not going to act. But no, no. But what I was saying was, you used to date, what? You about to make a joke? Go ahead. No, I wasn't going to make a joke. I was going to ask you a question about like the whole uh, modern man thing. Oh, why I brought, why I brought, oh yeah, no, hold on. Yeah. So remember when we were dating, we were talking about, you know, and I date to marry. I was talking about, um, we were talking about family and stuff like that and what it would look like and all of that. She was like, I want to stay at home. I was like, <laughs> no. No. You're not staying at home. And she was like, oh my gosh, I, what if I... And I said, listen, I do not want... And maybe I was wrong for thinking this. Maybe I was wrong for thinking this. Maybe I'm not. I don't know. But at, you know, 24, 25 year old Keith, 26 year old Keith is much different from 33 year old Keith. Um, in some ways, I said, I don't want you to be consumed by this relationship. 
Maybe she was the more mature one. Maybe she was the more mature one. Maybe. Or or maybe you guys just have different family goals. No, yeah, yeah. So I'm in it. And different preferences. Yeah. So she was like, she was like, but what if I want to become consumed? I said, I'm not going to allow you to. I, I I will not allow you to do that. I say you are very talented. You need to be doing X, Y, and Z. Say you didn't have any talents and all of that. Cause she was like, I just want to stay at home, take care of your kids. And cooking. I was like, no, you getting up out of here. You doing something. <laughs> you you uh-uh. And I said, no, yeah. like you gotta be doing something. Like, mm-mm. This not even for real, for real. This not even the type of world we live in where you can yeah. have a single income household like that. You need yeah. to be doing something working from home what you gonna be doing you gonna be making dresses and stuff because she she's a dope fashionista and all that stuff and i'm i'm being yeah that's not even what she is she's a fashion designer you know what i mean mm-hmm. but like i was like yo you got you got goals you had plans you got this that, and the third she's like nah i just want to do that and i was like i'm about to break up with you i'm about to break up with you so like but like but 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 if there was somebody if i did marry someone who whose literal gifting was in nurturing and being a mother and and being you know taking care your your spiritual gifts are hospitality yes administration and all of that type of stuff from the house like like okay well cool this is where you're best served at like yeah this woman you barely like is i ain't never seen you around talk about some you no you take yourself to work I shout, shout out to the guys who value women enough to not allow them to um, squander them, dag, they suppress dag. their their passions and their dreams. I think that you ain't about to you ain't about to resent me later on in yeah, life. I think that's beautiful. I think that that is a shift in our in in our culture and society that is so necessary and really really beautiful. Because um, I think in generations past. Um, the, the folks, you know, who, the men who raised us and, and their fathers, they were a bit, mm, I don't want to make a generalization here. I'm not trying to offend anyone, but mm, self-centered, like, you know, like, like I, I, I am the man, I, you know, whatever, whatever. So the, everything revolves around them, what they need and all of that. Um, so I think it, it, it speaks volumes to a person's character when they say, I prefer you to like go do all the things. Now, granted, there may there may be seasons where, you know, I need more of your attention or vice versa, but you're not gonna just not do nothing. Like right. I want you to um fulfill your highest potential. I think that that is so beautiful. It's mm-hmm. tricky though, because um as a woman who desires a man who can see that no we're though we're not equal, we are equally valuable. We, I think we end up asking for a little bit too much because it's like these modern men, y'all, y'all be wanting to be modern in the areas that we want to be traditional. You know, it's like some gender roles I subscribe to. So how far does it go with you? Like you want a working woman, right? And, you know. Uh, it depends. Like, it depends on the person. Yeah. Because if you, if you dumb as a doorknob. I'm, well, first of all, I'm not. I'm not talking to you. If that's the case. I, I, uh, <laughs> I 
you froze out. If you're talking, I don't know what you're saying. But like I was saying, I don't know what I was saying. Um, Ali, log log back in, log off and log back in, cause you frozen, frozen. You frozen like Elsa from Frozen. Um, yeah, man, I'm not opposed to uh, um women working from home, and I'm not. I'm also not or or opposed to women working or being at stay at home moms. I'm not opposed. I think it's all about the the right family you know what i mean the right family nucleus nucleus whatever y'all decide as a family that that is what y'all are going to do you know what i'm saying i can see you now ali what what did you say um i don't know what i was saying because i got so frazzled with being with disappearing i'm sorry yeah it's crazy um So let's let's move on. Let's talk about this, and then we'll get up out of here. Uh, let's do some honorable n- mentions real quick. We could talk about it, the, and then um, we'll do our last topic, which is kind of like a sad topic. But hey, honorable mentions. Um, Philly artist by the name of PNB Rock was murdered this past week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that um, is sad. Over some jewelry at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. Um, I want to say I don't want to make light of it And I don't want to just gloss over it Um, So it's an honorable mention Because we need to mention it Um, If you don't know who he is He sang the song Selfish He was living out in in California He was getting ready to take Him and his girlfriend just decided to to, you know, let's go to Roscoe Chicken and Waffles before I hop on this flight and the stick-up kids were out. Um, and they decided to, to not only steal his jewelry, but his life also. Um, mm. People are blaming his girlfriend for dropping the location. I really yeah. don't think, I really don't think it's like, oh, well, she, you know, she, she it's all her fault. She set him up. First of all, if I'm setting you up, I'm not posting it on social media. I'm sending it to the actual people I want you to be set up by. Um, that's that's number one. But also number number well, not really, but like I'm excited. I heard that they just got back together. Mm-hmm. Like I'm excited to be with my man. Here we are. We out here. We out here in these streets. You know what I mean? And that's just kind of like how you feel about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. So I'm gonna post this, I'm, and I'm gonna um, I'm gonna post where we are. I will say, if he's high profile like that, if, if I'm assuming, like if and if I'm not, I don't want to assume, but if he is in a gang, if you got people clocking clocking you and checking for you, that's not something that you want to do. But she probably was like, I'm not thinking like this right now. I'm not. My mind isn't all together. I'm just excited to be with my man, and we about to hit up this spot and this is where we at and, and further further um and they out there all the time anyway the yeah thing. and you know i'm assuming he was you know at the table with her when she's taking these pictures you know so um yeah i i think it's really unfortunate well clearly it's unfortunate you know that he passed that he was murdered it, uh, man uh, mm. it's it's just it's ridiculous um 
but her though to 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 experience that and have her world rocked like that and then be instantly blamed on social media it's something about social media that has desensitized us in a way where we don't think it's like this is a whole real person um mm. who's seeing these comments who's seeing these posts who's seeing people blame her for her boyfriend's murder that right. not only is heartbreaking but that is actually illegal like you're talking about her being an accomplice mm. to murder yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> and that has legal implications and it's like yo y'all need to watch what y'all say like shut up like you yeah. can think these things right i'm not mad at you having the thought cross your mind i'm I, whatever people um, think in posts they but post yeah, while like, they thinking it's like just take an extra second or two and and keep that thought to yourself or put it in your group chat not social media everyone right. should know our, our thought i don't know it's just like she lost somebody and 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 as someone who's always posting you know here and there my story where i'm at i'm not it's I don't know. I could even be more careful about my own my own safety, you know. Um, but it's just like it's not that the posting, it's not that big of a deal. Granted, I guess there's some unwritten rule when it comes to rappers and people of that lifestyle. You don't do that. You don't post locations. But it's like she was excited about chicken and waffles, man. And like and and like I said, if he's if he's at the table with her, I'm sure he didn't have a problem with it either. Neither one of them were thinking, I don't believe that this is going to be his last day here. So no. I just wish that people would extend her a little bit more grace um, mm -hmm. and put the blame where it lies, which is the murderers. <laughs> All right. All right. That's um, I do want to say, yeah, very sad. I do want to say rest in peace to PNB Rock um, and my condolences to your family and loved ones. Um, B2K was on Drink Champs recently for three and a half hours. <laughs> Talking about a man for three and a half hours. <laughs> oh man. Oh. <laughs> I'm not talking about no man for no three and a half hours. <laughs> we were 18. It's like everyone's so mad. Like, Jesus, y'all the hell. Y'all too mad 30, for me. We are 36. And y'all still holding on to some. Oh, Jesus. And haven't done nothing. Since nothing of real note since because y'all been blaming this man for the past what 18 years. One thing I did, I, I was glad to know. I was glad to know. Remember when they remember when the pandemonium album came out? And I yes. know about B2K because I have a sister. Um who was a big don't act like you wasn't pop locking and doing the dance moves that don't act like i was not you know who was in your mirror no i was not with your long jersey and your shorts that was really capris i didn't no no never and i did not like b2k 
because all the girls like them. I don't like I, I don't like I don't like that. When when Lil Bow Wow came out, I hated Lil Bow Wow. I like Lil Romeo because I no, yeah. You don't know this. That's like Keith 101. Like I'm a hater. I hate mad stuff. Yes. What? Please be angry. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm glad that you you here. Yes, I am a hater, big time. It started. It started around that time. I'm like, oh I hate, lord, I, I hate, I hate little Bow Wow. I hate B2K. I think I'll hate this Chris Brown kid because he about to get a little bit too famous. <laughs> I remember when Chris Brown came out. I was like, I like this song, but I give him three months. <laughs> I remember saying it. I give him three months. <laughs> Twenty years um, later. <laughs> um, no, but uh, yeah, no, I ain't talk about no man for for no three and a half hours. Um, also, Noriega is the worst interviewer of all time. He's the worst podcaster of all time. Um, Rasby needs help. Rasby needs serious help. Stop bringing him places he's on tour you got him on his show looking crazy talking crazy he's not well and y'all just divvy it up as like he real deep he say a lot with a little no he's not okay He's jacked up in the head somehow. He's fabricated some stuff about his cousin. Cannot come out and say that I apologize. I made this up in my head and won't talk about it and won't clear this man's name of this stuff. But will him and haw about it when you get on the show and they give you the platform to say, hey, talk about Oh, I want to talk about it with him present. He's not okay. He low he said like this didn't happen i want to have a conversation and and he i think he used the word apologize like because you want to apologize because you know that none of this stuff happened you're not well for many other for other things that i was just watching if you listen to any part of him talking on there it he, he's not he's not well um little little fizz lives in this fantasy world where it's okay to be with your um group mates baby mother still in a way he was like i was sitting on the couch and he walk in i was sitting on the couch he was what am i supposed to do with that he speaks so casually i tried to talk to him he speaks so casually like you know like they came over april house Right. You know why? You know why? Because they said that they've been they've been um dealing with each other's girls since they were kids. They've always liked mm. the same girls. Like one like him, mm. one like the other. They're like Swiss girls and stuff like mm. that. So like he don't think nothing of it. Like you don't think like, yo, I'm a grown man now and this is the mother of my kids. It's not clicking to him. Uh he is still young in the group like he's still in that group like they still remembering that group i'm like and jay boog thinks that he's not he thinks that omarion was wrong for calling them background dancers 
He called us background dancers. I know I was there in those recordings too, in those in, during that recording process. I was there. You were there. Did you contribute? He said, no, he did. He said, whether it was 5% or 10% <laughs> on another song, we were, we were a part of that group. And they was about to start giving us some lead singles. <laughs> giving us some lead. <laughs> he was like, yeah, yeah, I, I was the hype man. I used to tell everybody to get hype and stuff like that. But that don't mean that they wasn't about to give me no lead on those stuff. It didn't matter because we didn't need him to do anything more than what he was doing. Speaking on behalf so, of all the sixth, seventh, and eighth graders back then. <laughs> and so this this brings me to my last point. This brings me to my last point. I was glad to talk about, I was glad that they talked about that pandemonium album thing. I said this ain't gonna be good for the crew. <laughs> this is gonna humble a whole lot of this is gonna humble a few people in this group. Because I almost forgot about it. They had, they brought this up on an interview. The Pandemonium album, ladies and gentlemen, if you remember, they had the one with the group, they had a cover, the one with all the group members on it. And then they were like leaning on a car, on a black car. I think it was black. Um, but then they had like these special edition um, album covers that you could get with one of the members on them. And it was kind of, it was uh multiple of the same song just because the cover was different i have a friend shout out to uh jasmine um she said she bought the omarion cover and the little fizz cover it's the same album but the cover is different so they said they did the numbers they did the numbers on the album's covers and rasby he don't remember he don't remember that and i'm like because you was the one i was worried about you was the one I thought was going to get the least, <laughs> the least. Because Embrasby was a cute kid; he was cute, but like he was like the least like member from from like you he, know. He's a cute country. man back then. No. He was like, but he 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 grew into a very handsome man. You think Rasby is cute now? You think Rasby is handsome now? He looks better today than he did. When they released Pandemonium. I thought he was a very handsome young guy. Um, uh-huh. I know that you wanted this. Um, and so they said Omar, they said Lil Fizz was number one. He got he he sold the most records. Jay Book sold the second most. Raz B started the sold the third most, which I think is a lie. And Omarion, Omarion sold the fourth. I don't most. believe that. I don't believe. I that. don't believe. It. I believe that Omarion and Jay Bird would be pretty neck and neck. I don't think so. I, I don't think so. I believe. I believe the list as this. Uh, I honestly believe Jay Bug, Lil Fizz, Omarion, Omarion, because all I heard was girls talking about Jay Bug, Jay Bug, Jay Bug, Jay Bug. That's I right. Said, J Bug, and then that was bad. Then, then it was Lil Fizz, and then yes. you had a then you had like some people like Omarion, and then you had the weird girls, like like one like one weird girl out of all out of every out of four out of if it was like ten girls, you would have two girls talk about Raz B. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, I agree with but, that you know, order. but um, so we talk about child endangerment um because he feels like that's that's what happened to him. Um, Tiffany Haddish and Aries Spears are in hot water. Um, they are going to trial. Um regarding a video that they made with some um underage children um over a decade ago um and um tiffany haddish is very apologetic airy spears not so much i mean and what can you say like that's you know i mean obviously you know what i mean <laughs> like like you know that's on brand for airy spears you know what I'm saying? To not be apologetic about something that he's done. And I wouldn't expect anything less or anything more. Of- alarming. I will say that it is alarming, but is it... I think I would have to factor in the time in which it was done. Let me not sound... Let me not sound let me not sound um, insensitive there were children involved there were children involved so one it was two kids it was a brother and a sister the daughter is older she's of age so she sued the brother is still underage um and at this point they're ready to settle and all of that type of stuff but i would say this would put some more uh this kind of mars tiffany haddish's career a little bit Airy Spears, not so much. It's something that happened over 10 plus years ago. And she's her star is still on the rise. Aries kind of has plateaued. You know what I mean? Um, he's gotta do something drastically great in order to be Tiffany Haddish level. You know what I mean? But uh Tiffany, uh Allison, did you watch the have you seen the video that 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 is in question? I I, I have not. Um, the most I've watched about it was, um, Ryan Davis's take on it. And I did read a, um, a statement from Tiffany's team. Um, so yeah, it's hard for me to speak on it cause I haven't seen the video, but from what it looks like, it just looks like some folks hustling to me. Hmm. Am, 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 am I wrong? Like I, 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 I'm slow to speak on it because I haven't seen the video, and it is a very sensitive and delicate topic. Um, yeah. But they were showing pictures and of in clips of the mother of these children who was around, like at different events with Tiffany, or like she was just like a kind of just around, like yeah. very much, you know, right? Um, a recipient of. I don't know what comes with whatever was happy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so it it feels opportunistic. Tiffany and I'm, Haddish is her is is their godmother. Um. Okay. 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 Makes more sense. Makes more sense. Um. I don't know. I, I think two things can be true. I think that you know they can be held accountable in whatever way they need to be that is reasonable to whatever occurred and that can also happen privately um 
And I also believe that these people could be opportunistic and just trying to hustle. I think both things can be true that maybe they, these children were very much violated and are also using it to come up. I think both of those things can be true. Um, I hope that whatever has been done wrong to them can be rectified and that they don't experience, you know, more emotional issues or you know things like that because it's just a very serious allegation especially in how it came out to the public i'm like whoa that is a lot um but from the pieces that i I thought it was i thought it was fake news the way that it came yeah yeah um the the pieces that i've gathered though i i just hope that you know it's, it's a learning opportunity for for all parties involved and that people aren't you know extorted because of it Right, and I think that's what's happening. Some form of extortion to to a degree. Like you had adults there. There were adults there. People were what? No one kids inappropriately. Were the kids shown in a in a less than favorable light? Yeah, because the little boy he had on he didn't he didn't have a shirt on. He had underwear on, and uh, you know they were looking. He was looking at him through the peephole in the under. Like this is. It's, is it funny? No. You know what I'm saying? Was there an attempt at it being funny? Yeah. But like, is some, are you going to win everybody over by telling that type of joke? No. Yeah. And I, I just think that if, if, um, I just think that if, you know, they're going to sue they need to factor in all the they need to factor in all of those things you know um they need to factor in the fact that this was on this was on youtube for years you know what i'm saying and that that's another thing too it, the, the 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 timing the timeline it yeah it just it feels all over the place it feels messy it feels yeah. disingenuous and you suing the wrong person you're suing the wrong people if because if you but that's what you do when you sue somebody you 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 try to go for the person who has the most money and so yeah i'm gonna sue yeah i mean yeah did you did you see ryan davis's take on it no i'm not a fan of him but what did he say he's he's an intelligent Um, man yes and that's why i i appreciate his style of comedy um but he he made a good point in that you know um, he was saying you know sometimes to my child uh, I'm thinking about revenge you know or like legal accountability right like either I'm gonna hurt you or you getting locked up but either way you gotta go um, mm-hmm. and he was like the, the, the idea that the first response the initial response is to get money to sue it's like no I'm sure if you hurt you harm my child I want to inflict pain on you you right. know which did not happen. Pockets. Which yeah. did not happen. And we don't we barely see these kids' faces in the thing like yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, it, it's they they're settling. <laughs> they they oh we've reached an amount that we want to settle yeah. for. And this this brings me to a, a bigger issue in, that I just am really struggling with. It's like I guess I've lived my life in such a naive way, in such a sheltered way. 
um, the more that I'm exposed to, just in regards to like humanity, the level of evil that's within humanity, it's just like, mm-hmm. bro, it's so much scamming going on. And I just yeah. don't understand. People I don't understand like why, like go work, you know, like, no. like go get a job. I am working. I'm working on, I'm working on scamming you. It just, it's a bigger it, payoff. It, it drives so, me is insane. the risk worth the reward? All this, you know, get rich quick and have a quick come up at the expense of other hardworking people. It is so disgusting to me, Keith. It's like, mm-hmm. go get it, go bring your brilliant minds together. Because if you are able to successfully scam, you clearly, you know, got some level of intelligence that could yield some mm-hmm. real stuff, right? Like, Bring your minds together, your little scammery minds together. Be renewed scammery by the blood mind. of Jesus, and go create something that will yield you some real wealth. Like scam for Christ. <laughs> that may be a whole episode we need to do. Jesus. Scam for Jesus. No, what we need to do for real because the the way these folks are really scamming in the name of Jesus. Who's scamming in the name of Jesus? Uh... I don't want to know. Stop right now in the name of Jesus. Stop! Stop scaring. Find find what whatever that gift is that the devil has contorted. Whatever. What is the opposite of scamming? What is <laughs> being honest, working for your pay? <laughs> That's what that is. Getting a job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's the opposite of scamming? Uh, not doing opposite, it. <laughs> right. Not doing it. Not doing it. Making <laughs> your money legally and honestly. I mean, yeah man dad and as a person and as a dad of a daughter like i do uh think about that type of stuff like man if anything were to happen to my kid what would what would happen if i were in that place what like no like we have to be for real for real you wanted your kids to be in a position to be famous and stuff like we see stuff like that on the on television in the movies and stuff like that mm-hmm. i know they said there was like aries was in the was in the tub with the boy okay was aries naked in the tub now if he's naked in the tub that's a different thing if he was giving the illusion of being naked yes that's a whole nother thing now they do certain things and put certain things in place for certain things not to happen and then have the kids be protected and stuff like that they literally like have like sex therapists on on set and stuff so that you know nothing is really happening you know what i mean like when like when there's a sex scene there there's like a sex therapist or somebody there or a sex coach um that is there to make sure that these people are not actually having sex you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And make sure that no one feels violated. You know what I mean? Like you need to sue the production, but like I said, yeah. you sue you sue the person you sue the person with the most money at that point. Yeah. And Ryan you need Davis to made a point be about mad at like, your mom. Yeah. Ryan Davis made a point about like, you know, again, controversial comedy, like because I made this point earlier about Quentin Brunson, you know, about the whole like when it's funny this stuff doesn't matter and his point was like if that joke whatever their skit was if it would have been funny like if it really really is Mm-mm. like it was funny it's funny in 2010 mm, okay context okay it's funny in 2010 it's funny yeah. in the late 2000s yeah it's okay. funny 
we're laughing at rape at sad sad to say we're we're laughing at sexual assault assault in the late in the late 2000s we are we laughing at the at that in the 90s we're laughing at that for sure for sure and that's when that took place yeah the era of michael jackson stuff and, yes we laughing at uh, all of that scary movie one two three yes. four, five, you know like pretty much all the way and stuff because you know, our Yes, R. Kelly was being played when he was looking at the little boy. That's funny. Yeah. In 2010, yeah. 2012. That's funny. 05, 07. Absolutely. Now, all of a sudden, oh, well, this is we. This is disgusting. We got to cancel this. We got to cancel that. Like, this is what happens mm-hmm. when you cancel without, without Christ. Like, I get it. Like, I get it. Like, y'all don't know him to begin with. So, you trying to find... You trying to figure out what's right and what's wrong, mm-hmm. not realizing that all of this stuff is wrong. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like you try to correct it in your own selves, and like what was right 20 years ago is now no longer right. But I know a man who who was the same yesterday, today, and forever. It Talk don't about change. Him. Over- Talk about my uh, mind, Jesus. Right, right. Jesus could be fine to you. I like the way you wrap that up. And that's our show, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I thank you for being here, Ali. Um, we're gonna keep it rocking once a month. Once a month, this has been working for your boy. Once a month. Um, <laughs> and so I'm, I'm glad I get to have people like you on this show. Um, at least once a month, it's always a, a privilege. Oh, I did want to do one more segment, a, a new segment that I want to call What's in the Queue. Because this is not the only podcast you do. You have your own podcast, as, as was mentioned earlier. Um, so what's in the queue? And queue means like what's stored up, what's coming for, for those of you, for, you know, podcasters. They already know what I'm talking about. What's, what's in the, what's the queue for you, Allie? Yes. Yeah, so what's in the queue for Shades of Brown is... Um... The, the fall is almost here, so I'll be launching season five of Shades of Brown, and um, it will be the first season where I'll be both audio and video, so I'll be releasing wow. episodes on YouTube as well, so I am really excited about that, um, and yeah, that, 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 that's what's in the queue, it's season five. Nice. Coming soon. What's the, what's the name of the podcast? One more time. Shades of Brown. You can listen Shades to it Brown. on wherever you enjoy your podcast. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, um, this has been Keith Roberson, aka Robe the King. Um, Ali Brown, aka Ali, aka Allison. I'm always <laughs> but yes. Uh, and this has been thank God for the group chat. We appreciate y'all for kicking it with us and um if you are a patron on Patreon, you know, we got more stuff in the queue. We got stuff coming coming down the pipeline. Um, and that's all I'll say for now. Uh, we can't do without y'all. I would not. Um, I would have been stopped doing this, but I appreciate y'all for y'all love and support. And um, there it is. Until next time. Until what? October? Um, Bailey, daddy loves you.